Welcome to another great episode of Skip to the Good Part. Get relaxed and ready to enjoy some great conversations with excellent authors. But before we get into all that, a quick word from our sponsor, EditMyNovel.com. Hey, babe, what you working on? Oh, me? <laughs> Just finishing my life's work. You know, the quintessential great American novel. Really? Well, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. When I get done with this bad boy, my name will be up there with all the great American writers. You know, like Faulkner, Walden, Tolstoy. Uh, Tolstoy's Russian? He is. Um, I thought he was from the Midwest. Uh, anyway, my name will be up there soon enough. Hmm. Who's your editor? Editor. Do I need one? Well, from the looks of it, I mean, I don't see any punctuation here. Um, isn't punctuation optional? Hmm. Listen, go to editmynovel.com. That's edit-my-novel.com. Hey, Miss Punctuation, wouldn't that be edit-my-novel.com? <laughs> cute. You're cute. Uh, you definitely need their services. They've helped hundreds of authors finish their life works, uh, formatted their books, and given publishing advice. The whole shebang. EditMyNovel.com, your one-stop shop for all the editing assistance you could ever need. They're fast, comprehensive, and affordable. EditMyNovel.com. Very cool. Those hyphens really do pay off. Edit-My-Novel.com. Your book, only better. Hi, I'm Kara. And I'm PJ. And welcome to Skip, Skip to, to the, the Good, Good Part. Part. We're so excited to have Celestine Martin today on the show. She's the author of the whimsical and flirty paranormal romance that celebrates the beauty of everyday magic. Her debut novel, Witchful Thinking, came out in 2022. And the follow-up book, Kiss and Spell, was published at the end of September. This New Jersey native loves to spend her time reading and writing. And when she isn't doing those two things, she likes organizing her massive sticker collection, which we will get to in a minute, with her husband and daughter in New York. Celestine, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. a pleasure to be here. I'm like, yay! Yay! yay. <laughs> well, you know what? I have to have a fangirl minute because, um, A, I... I love your books. I love your writing. I love the entire world you've created. It's like so cozy and fun. And I I, I literally devoured um, Witchful Thinking and I'm reading Wish and Spell right now. Uh, I, I just, I, I love everything about it. I love like the everyday magic. I love the world. I love, uh, I mean, I didn't even really think about Sexy Merman until now. I know there's, there's Aquaman, but you know, okay, let's put him aside. Let's just put it, let's just, okay, let's put him aside. But um Love it. I I also love just it's it's just um the way you just weave it naturally. You know, like this is just something that that exists, and you know we should all we should all you know celebrate it. It's great. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I mean, as someone who's watched multiple seasons of Good Witch, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to write something like that. I wanted to do my own take on it. And also yeah. thinking about my childhood and my young adulthood and my also early adulthood living yeah. in Jersey. Um, I wanted to incorporate everything that I loved about New Jersey, and especially the Jersey Shore, where my people have lived since the 1930s. Oh my wow. God. Wow. So yeah. multi-generational. Multi -generational. Wow. Yes, multi-generational. That's because yeah. I'm a big genealogy person. So I just wanted to like write about just what I loved about the Jersey Shore, what I love about New Jersey and what I learned about my home state. And I wanted to like sprinkle some magic on it. And I was just like, all right, what if, you know, there were gargles or murders? Yeah, gnomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, why not? And so just decided to create that world. And I'm just so thankful 
that people have been like really just responding to it. Like, oh my goodness, where if it was a place, where would it be? Yeah. So it's been fun. It's been really fun just exploring the world and having fun and, you know, doing my little cackle as I write. Like, (laughs) (laughs) a little inside joke, a little like, oh. (laughs) Yes. Like, oh my goodness. Definitely. um, Kiss and Spell, the second book was definitely a big like, Yes, I've been ready. They're not ready. It's like, oh my god, so adorable, so adorable. I can't stand it. And then people are like, oh my gosh, yeah. The response has been really fun, really nice. I'm really shocked at the amount of just like everyone's like, we like this book. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, they hey. should. Freya Grove is amazing. I love that town. I do want to move there immediately. <laughs> well, hold on. Are there a bunch of so I have not read these. Um, and when you mentioned Merman, you know, Jason Momoa. All right, props to him. Weird dude from The Shape of Water. No. Oh, don't yeah, want that. No, it's not that guy. No, okay. it's definitely not no, that guy. No, no, no. <laughs> definitely like old school, like aquatic mermaids with the tail that starts at the hips. Oh. Yeah, and, you know, it's about you know. Well, you read the scene because a lot of people are like, "Wow, that scene, huh?" The scene that we <laughs> and Alex have at the lake, and people are like. You did some mm-hmm. research. I was like, yes, I did. Very <laughs> interesting research. And I mean, like, if anyone looks at my Google search, they're going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's a freak. Does I? <laughs> it's not a romance. Movie. That's so, right. I know. Well, it's like, that's my, my Google history too. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> a lot of like oh interesting your, interesting your, your google history has a lot of mermen in it yeah yes no what <laughs> it has all <laughs> kinds of things and then oh, yeah. if you go into romantic suspense then you're talking about like planning murders and you know and then that's a whole other that's Jeez. a whole other fbi oh, yeah. comes knocking at your door it's... should i be concerned <laughs> no no <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh so so um what in like you you mentioned like you're 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 talking about like your just love of the paranormal and uh, good witch and uh, did you did you always um, were you always drawn to that writing paranormal did you always know you were going to go in that direction or or was it kind of a pleasant surprise for you like how did you decide this is what I'm going to write oh ever since I was little I've always been interested in like you know fairies and witches mm-hmm. and magic in general because mm-hmm. my mother's a very like very cool eclectic person like we have crystals around the house yeah. she would have incense burning she always have like good energy and good vibes and a cup of tea always around for us so <laughs> awesome. that's always interested in so writing paranormal I've always been interested like she's a huge sci-fi and fantasy fan mm. so that's my as well and so with my dad it was be more, more like hardcore sci-fi but then with her it would be like fantasy like how many times did we watch labyrinth when i was a yeah kid? all great movies david bowie i was just like mm-hmm. oh my goodness so watching willow every time willow mm-hmm. came on the wpix channel 11 my mom would be like oh willow's on let's watch willow <laughs> so, fantasy stories that i was like just surrounded by when i was younger and so it just i just wrote stories like one of my first stories in high school i've talked about it before is about like a dragon princess reclaiming her kingdom like i mean i was that kid who woke up at either it was 5 30 to wake up before school to watch Sailor Moon. Oh, <laughs> awesome. 
I love it. Like that. Love magical girls. I love magical girls. And so it's been like, definitely, I was like, I want to write it. Yeah. It's paranormal, but then I like light paranormal where there's just like a touch of magic yeah. going on. Just a little bit, just like a kiss of magic. And so oh, yeah. I went, I was looking at the bookshelves and I was like, hmm, I'm going to add my own spin to it. Yeah. And, so, and I, what awesome. I really love about it, too, is it's so often in paranormal series, it's just like the magic and the paranormal just take over. Like it's super angsty, you know, mm. like, oh, the 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 humans and the, the we're all at war and there's, the, mm. you know, there's some horrible thing happening. And so it's just the really angsty and dark. And yours is so light and like this is just part of everything. This is just, you know, it's just life. It's like, yeah, you have snowboarders and you have witches. Like this is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know this is not a, you know, a, a, a crazy, you know, angsty thing, which is, which is great. It makes it so fun and light. And oh, yeah, I wanted that because I saw there was a lot of angsty paranormal romance, which, like, I love give me a good dark castle, give me a brooding sure. fallen angel anytime. Sure. I love it. But there was me, I was just like, well, what if we, you know, had somebody had a love potion and they decided that they were going to have a love potion? Oh, no, I fell in love with my best friend. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes, I love it. I love but it. consensual love potions, because that's been another thing yeah. I've seen a lot of people do, where it's like mindful magic. Yeah. Especially, it's just like, okay, like if you're going to give someone a love potion, you have to think about like, what what does that entail? Mm. Is the love like are they coming to the love like wholeheartedly or are they an influence? So there's all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. So that's something that I really like about just writing it where you're coming in and you're just like, all right, well, play around with a couple of tropes and play around with a couple of like paranormal things that you see. And it's just like, all right, well, yeah, there's a witch, but instead of her being like the villain, make her the hero, hero, mm-hmm. you know. Or instead of her being responsible for saving other people, let her have some fun. Let her have some adventure. Like, ooh, I'm going to cast a money spell. And like, uh-oh, I actually ended up with my, my, you know, my crush's wallet. Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> trademark, trademark that story that is coming out. Trademark. <laughs> That's right. That's already written, folks. You can't do that one. Sorry. You know, um, I, I do have to say I've worked with magic potions in my life. Um, and the, uh, my marriage with Kara, I kind of put up to the miracles of tequila. <laughs> so that's, there that's is my some love magic potion. in tequila. Let's, let's just be, you know, let's just be frank. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, t- let's take a, a quick step back. Have you always wanted to be a writer? Is that something that you grew up envisioning for yourself? Oh my gosh. I've always loved to write, but actually the idea of becoming a writer did not happen until I was 19 years old. Mm. I went to Rutgers University, go RU. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I took my first writing class at 19 years old. Uh, my professor, um, Susan Miller, she, she just opened my eyes to the possibility that I could write and that I could enter yeah. contests. And I won my first writing contest when I was 19. Oh, congrats. And I, I believe cool. it. You are incredibly talented. Like, Thank you. I like, honestly, I was like, pretty okay. And then I won the award. I'm like, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was two years of just like, all right, what do I do? Trying to find like crafts, like, oh, people study to become writers. Cause I thought it was just something that was just innate, right? Mm-hmm. You are a writer, but then I, you have to learn how to become one. And so spent my 10 year journey of a lot of false starts, 
um, going to grad school, learning, learning that my voice is, you know, adorable, light, but also enchanting and whimsy and embracing that voice. Right. Mm. And I'm feeling that my strength comes in the fact that I can write such just charming worlds because it's one of those things where you're just like do I want to write light oh, I want to be taken seriously I want to be an artist and then it's just like no I I love getting messages from readers and people who are like wow I had fun writing reading your book mm-hmm. and I was just like oh, I have fun writing it and so I said I want to have fun you spend and you know this yeah you spend much time writing a book you want to have fun with it oh you yeah know, to suffer through it and have to do all this stuff you want to have fun with it and oh yeah yeah that's and- where it started and then I actually ended up you know around 30 because that big age of 30 comes mm-hmm. and then you're writing a book yeah I want to write this is the year I want to write my book and then six years all right I'm done writing the book <laughs> yeah so, get done with the book and and so I was very excited for when wishful thinking came up because the first draft I started six years ago. And so it was six years in between polishing, going to conferences, um, getting an agent, mm. finishing the draft, getting the book out, blah, 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 blah. And then finally, six years later, it was published. And, you know, also trends, right? Yeah. When I oh, yeah. started reading it, which is we're not in. Yes. Which is not in but then had to sit and wait and then when all of a sudden people wanted to buy witch books yeah and then whoa here's your witch book and so they bought it and yeah that's awesome well it's so interesting because it just comes back to the i mean i've been in this business like a couple of decades now the trends come back they they always come back you can't you can't write for a trend you only have to write what you love and want to write and then be patient because if it's yeah. not, if it's not in, it will be in. Like it's, um, I mean, I wrote my first uh, rom-coms, you know, uh, 20 years ago and wow. I wrote, um, you know, um, five or six of them. And then it, the entire market bottomed out and they were like, no one's ever going to read a rom-com again. You have to write something angsty or serious or suspenseful or darkly angsty, paranormal. Nothing else is going to sell. And, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And then, of course, look at your bookshelves now. <laughs> They're filled with rom-coms. You cannot, yeah. you can't throw a stick without hitting one. So it's just, it comes all full circle all the time. So you have to write what you love, what speaks to you. Don't worry about the trends. They're, they'll, they'll catch up to you. And that's something that I've learned where it's just like, all right, because when I was letting um, wishful thinking put on ice, I was going to my my contemporary rom-com, slice of life. What's happening? This is going on. Oh, no. Like, I have so many pitch ideas. Yeah, I was looking through my um, Google Docs and I was just like, oh, my gosh, there's so many pitch ideas. Because I was just throwing spaghetti against the wall. Yeah. And seeing what interests me. And now people are like, oh, you have a rom-com idea? I said, do I? <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> yes. yes. That's that's yeah. awesome. And I love, too, that you talked about, you know, writing as a craft. Because so many people think it's just like a talent that you're born with. But it is a craft. You learn just like bricklaying or painting or any of those things. You have to learn all of the elements. Well, I, I, I am sure, though, that yourself, both of you are... Uh, have a lot of innate writing ability within you, but yeah, for you to be successful, obviously you have to you have to hone it more mm-hmm. than you know than than what you might have thought going into it. 
Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, that's kind of the myth that you're told that you're just like, you're either writing or you're not. And it's just like, well, I was, I love to write like people would see because I have God bless those early agents who saw my work Mm -hmm. and very encouraging. They weren't discouraging, but they were like, there was a lot of raw talent here, but I needed craft work. And that's something I had to discover that I had to learn and that I had to take the um the impetus to go and figure out how do I become a better writer. And so what I do, I spoke to the writers that I admired. I I joined professional organizations. I reached out. I worked on my craft as I went. And so for when people say, well, they ask me all the time and they're very sweet. They're like, okay, so what advice do you have me? I said, write the book. Yeah the book I said it's going to be bad because you are just literally putting words on the paper but you can get better but you have to write the book mm-hmm. and so that was something I wish I could tell yourself stop being so precious write the book yes yes I love <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> so true yes absolutely I love it's that. so true well speaking of writing the book let's talk about wishing and spell um this is this is Ursula's story um you know for those who don't know this is um Lucy's jilted bride cousin from witchful thinking so we're dealing with the curse of a from a fairy queen here I mean just tell us about this book tell us about what we should know um so kiss and spell is about Ursula Carraway um she's my heroine she's in need of a fairy godmother She's had a crazy nine months. She's broke, estranged from her family. She's looking to reclaim her former boss lady life, right? In a fit of inspiration, she makes a boss witch list and she swears off believing fairy tales because she is definitely the little girl who was in the tutu and the little wings and the fairy wand. And so she's like, no more, no more. No more more tutus, nothing. And so, of course, it's at that moment where she swears off fairy tales. She runs into his royal highness, Xavier Adler, prince of the fey realm. Mm -hmm. And it's a, one of my favorite meet cutes when they meet each other. And so Xavier is in town trying to break a curse on his head because he mouthed off to the fairy queen. I he mean, so, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> nope. He, Unwise. He, he, like, <laughs> I know. And so now he's going to, he's come to Fairy Grove to break up the encha- enchantment. Otherwise, his father will like, if you do not break this curse, I will break this curse for you. Ooh. And so now he's trying to, he's going on dates. He's not making it past the first date because he's not clicking with anyone. Yeah. And so, of course, he meets Ursula. And then, of course, cue the pining and the Katie Lang constant, constant <laughs> craving on a loop. Yes. And Love it. So, yes. And so, of course, you have Whitney, his fairy godmother, who uses her magic and her bank account to bring these two people together. And that's Kiss and Spell. I love it. And also, I'm sorry, I, I keep wanting to call it Wish and Spell. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm wishful thinking. No, it's puns. Kiss, no, kiss and Spell. Pun. Kiss and Spell. Yes. <laughs> no, no. The puns, I get it. I understand. Puns, because I have very punny titles. Hopefully, book three. Like, yes. That's a journey through that title but i like puns i love puns and so i get it i understand <laughs> i so far kiss and spell people were like because my beta reader my best friend god bless her because she reads everything yeah. like, well. she's like i'm on goodreads people like it people like it 
I know. Oh, and Goodreads is a whole other. Ooh, it can be I, great. It can be terrible. I, it's. I, I can't go into that space. Yeah. That is space meant for me because like I'm a reader and a writer. As a reader, I'm like, okay, I can see because I mm. usually read a book on my own without any um reviews. And then I'll go to Goodreads and be like, okay, good. It's not, it's like, it aligns to what I was thinking. I was like, all right, so my rating for that book is great, mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. As a writer, no, no, no. Oh, no. I will go into that space. I will not go into space. So if somebody's like, oh, this showed up. Or if like, oh, you're on a Goodreads list. Didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> Thank you. Because otherwise it's just, I don't know. It's just, oh, Ooh, it's a minefield in there. Ooh. Is because there are people who are saying the kindest things, and there's some people who oh. are like, "This book should be dropped into the Marianas Trench." Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's kind of ridiculous because you you read some of these reviews, and they're like, "Oh, I don't like one thing about the book. Did not finish. Right. Right. Like all these DNFs. I'm like, then how can you even right. rate the book if you didn't finish it? Right. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like you should be that. That's it. That you can't write a review. You have yeah. to finish it. <laughs> Even yeah. if you hate it, you have to finish it. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing about it, where I feel like everybody is it's a place for your opinions, right? Everyone mm-hmm. has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion to the book. You got the book. Okay. You read the book. Okay. My comment is thank you for reading. Whether it's a paragraph, a page, or you got to the end pages. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reading. Yes. Because, you know, that's it. And I mean, yeah. You gotta have, you have to kind of make peace with it. It's kind of like, I put my little ship out to sea. It's gone. Yes, I I know. No bringing it back. It's out. It's it's gone out to sea. And so that's how I've kind of like let go of it. Though my family and my wonderful family and friends will bring me reviews and you're like, I saw this and someone says you're one of the most amazing people who do things. And I love (laughs) you. I'm showing this to you. And I'm like, God bless you. That's great. But I don't ask. I don't ask for reviews. It's like the the ones that I accidentally see are absolutely very sweet, very kind, very thoughtful. So I appreciate people who take their time, money, and energy just to like boost the book and be like, hey, here, take a look. So I always... That is is true. I I will say like for the people that write bad reviews, don't don't tag me. Don't don't tag me. Don't don't do not do that. Just I'm not going to share that. I don't whenever I see that that I will say that's one of the author's pet peeves of mine where I'm like don't do like you are entitled to your opinion I'm not gonna tell you what to write Mm -hmm. just like don't tag me in it because if your review is for other people it's not for me it's Mm -hmm. like what Paul says what other people think of me is none of my business yeah (laughs) I love that so true (laughs) so I have I have two questions uh completely unrelated and um, I'm going to first start with the with the fact that you're from New Jersey. You're a huge New Jersey fan. How Snooky? She's <laughs> living her best life. She's got. I think she has either two kids. She's still married. And she's just hanging out. And she's from she's from New York. All the Jersey Shore people, except for like one or two, are from New York. One is oh, that right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people the Staten Island, they're from the um they're from the tri-state area. But I mean, like, you can't afford to go to the Hamptons, you go down to the Jersey Shore, and especially go to um Seaside Heights. But I would I 
I'm going to Seaside Heights. I had we had local beaches, and so it was just like, all right, go there. But Snooki's doing all right, from what I've heard. She's doing <laughs> through the grapevine. Through the grapevine. Hey, what was the Jersey woman grapevine. out here doing? Getting her ads, getting her sponsorships. She's good. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. She's well, probably doing yeah. just fine. No kidding. Um, and the other question, again, completely unrelated. Uh, I've been since I'm married to an author. I learned about this fancy word called a trope. And that, um, you know, tropes are are the formulas for books. So what is your favorite trope to write? And what's your least favorite? Oh, my gosh. I love a good friends to lovers. Yeah. Oh, friends to lovers. Slow yeah. burn. I'm mm, a slow, slow burn. burn. Yeah. The first book, like, where, where do they get it? I said, it's a slow burn. I love some. I love pining. Mm. I love Give me. Um, a PBS masterpiece theater slow burn. <laughs> yes, I love, fake, love it. Yeah, fake relationship, marriage. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I have an inheritance. We have to pretend to be married. <laughs> oh no, it's real. And then, oh, there's one bed at the hotel. Oh no. Like weather, inclement weather. Just like, oh no, we we can't leave. There's a ice slash snow slash thunderstorm. Mm. <laughs> I love those because the forced proximity where you're forced to be together. I love that. I love writing that because then it's finding different ways. Like, like I want to touch you, but I can't. Yes. Yes. All the good things. All of the good things. I love it. And which one do you not like? Oh, see, that's the thing about it. It's just like, for me, it's like writing is extremely hard. Mm -hmm. Secret baby. Oh man, that's the worst. It's because one. you have to have a good, 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 good reason for you not to have the baby in the life. Yeah. You, you got to it's, it's in finding those reasons, especially when you come to social media and when you have like, technology, it's extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Um, enemies to lovers is also super difficult because, I mean, you that snarky dialogue can get mean. Yeah. And so you have to do a very fine line. And so I appreciate people who are able to do that and write it well because yeah. it's difficult. Because then you're just like, wait a minute, why are you two together? Y'all ain't going to make it. This is an anchor bang or something because this is not going to happen. <laughs> I, know. I know that oh. is tricky because it has to be, they have to be enemies over something that isn't devastating. And yeah, then they or it can be solved by a conversation. Yeah. Because that, those are the ones that I'm just like, I'm just going to put this book down for a second and then I am going to. Please. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will. I will say, shameless plug, Kara's book that's coming out in January, the Takeover, is an enemies to lovers. Yeah, it's rom com. Uh, yeah. and it's fantastic. Oh well, yeah. And, and but I was like you. I had was hesitant about the enemies to lovers because it's hard. It's hard to make them and pit them against one another, but also because the thing is, is the, at the heart of any enemies to lovers, they're they're too similar, which is why. They they bust heads all the time because they're yeah. basically the same, you know. So it, it, it's 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 very difficult to walk that fine line of mm-hmm. not not having the snarky be mean. Yeah, <laughs> like and you like in the teasing get to the point where it's just like, girl, you still want to be with him? Yeah, you, you guys are bullying each other. So <laughs> like, this yeah, is toxic. So it, what are you doing? It, yeah, why are you bringing oh, your yeah, mom into it, it? It's terrible. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of just writing, um, I mean, I love your writing in um, like uh, in in witchful thinking, a phrase uh, sticks out to me uh, where you write that like Lucy wasn't just burned out 
by the daily grind. She was burnt to a crisp. And they're just these turns of phrases that I just love so much. They just they just pop out at me and and stay with me for a long time. Um, how, how do you how do you think about writing metaphors and 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 you know s- snappy little um, bits of, of of dialogue and and um, you know how, how do you think about writing? How does it come to you? How how are you inspired? Oh well, first thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Um, as for writing, I just like listening to people. Mm-hmm. I like listening to people. I like listening, like listening to podcasts. I like taking walks. I like, you know, like little snippets of dialogue. And also I love metaphors and finding out how I can make the metaphor as fun mm-hmm. and relatable as possible. Those are always fun where it's just like, I've had those days where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so, so tired. My eyebrows hurt. and i mean like people get it where you're just like you've worked so hard like the hairs on your head are like screaming (laughs) i love being able to like write those little phrases and like taking it as far as i can go because i know with um kiss and spell it was definitely the scene with gwen where gwen and (laughs) ursula the two of them because i want to show their family dynamics because like i said she has a step she has a half sister and so the two of them are definitely like they're the little big sister dynamic. And I wanted to have their fun. So they they have that fun chemistry and that fun, just like finding the phrases and making sure that it comes off being out of a place of just like, we're going to have a good time. I love fun mm-hmm. metaphors. It's like, oh, is it, you know, she wanted her as much as um, <laughs> a, a seagull wanted a French fry. You know, those <laughs> yeah. are fun. Things. I can see the seagull. Yes. You know? They're so vivid. I just love, I just love your writing. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. I, I guess like paying attention, hearing things and then being like, wouldn't that be funny if that happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I like to do just writing in that way. That's awesome. And speaking of visuals, um, understand as parents of a successful graphic designer who makes stickers. Mm, Yeah, that's true. Understand that you have a massive sticker collection. So what constitutes massive quote unquote, and also when did this start and like, are you using them? Do they still have the backs on them? Like, how does this work? Oh boy, that's the whole thing. I'm going to go into like my conspiracy board of my sticker lore. (laughs) Just like the yarn. This this sticker I got at Comic Con, but then this sticker was a gift from a friend who went to a Miyazaki film. Like, I, this all this crazy sticker. Like, oh, I got a sticker when I got my COVID shot. Oh my gosh. So I kept that sticker. I, I, stickers. Um, So when I was little, my mom would reward me with stickers. Like, oh, you did this or you did some cool sticker and yeah. i was like Ooh, that's great. and so that's that's never left me ever since i was oh. a kid oh that's awesome yeah state by sticker collection especially um when we were in lockdown the pandemic oh, yeah. uh, it was like okay sticker it was just like okay tracking the days tracking you know things that we had to do so i have a sticker collection that's like binders i have wow. binders of stickers wow <laughs> 
Oh, yes. And I mean, uh, there was, uh, and it got bad when I discovered a sticker company through um, Lizzie Jordan, rest in peace, Violet Stickers. They have vintage stickers. Oh, hold on. I'm going to go there right now. Honestly, this is not a plug, but every time I was like, I've asked for stickers for my birthday. I was like, I don't want anything. Just give me about like $20 worth of stickers from this place. Yeah. Oh. And I, they're encouraging because now my daughter, she loves stickers. Oh, and so stickers she's using the, the stickers that I haven't used in years because I'm saving it for a special occasion. <laughs> which at this point, no, I'm yeah. just using them. It's like, oh, I read a book today. Star. Or I'm tracking like, oh, let me track the bookstores all over the United States. There you get a sticker. Awesome. So it's like you like things like that to help me kind of motivate me. Or I'm like, ooh, I wrote a thousand words today. Sticker. <laughs> I love it. I need to do that. Maybe I'll write faster. <laughs> if I get a little like Lisa Frank sticker or something, you know. You, there you go. You're like, oh, well, if I get to this many words, I get more stickers. And so it's just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then then it just snowballs. You know, it at that does, point. And it's like, I'm going to have to, I've actually started using the stickers because my my baby girl will be like, okay, if you're not going to use it, I'm going to use it. And they're going all over the fridge. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, wait, no, that's not where they need to be. <laughs> or your head. Or I know, the, the yeah, my, when, when our kids were little, they just, the stickers everywhere. And you'd find the back of the car seat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Every all over the place. I'm like, where did you get that sticker? And she's like, mm-hmm. shrugging me. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> do you have a, a prized sticker? I do. I have like the special stickers are in the special envelope. And so I was like, ooh, I did something fantastic today. I get to do from the sticker pile. I am like Gollum, like my, <laughs> my precious. <laughs> I love it. I love this. I absolutely love it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, when you're not, when you're not, you know, thinking about stickers and, or maybe you have been and rewarding yourself, what, what are you working on now? What are some of the projects um, that we might be able to, to pre-order or yeah. think about? Oh, well, working on book three mm-hmm. of the Elemental Lover series. So we're closing it up. Yeah. We're leaving Freya Grove. So this is the last book. It's a trilogy. I was, um, so I'll be, I'm working on that right now. That should be knock on wood. Where's wood? I don't, okay, there we go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> knock those, on wood. Get those sprites away. <laughs> Painted in by the end of this month. So that'll be going and that's it. Closing that up. Brainstorming my next book series and my brain is going just like, who we got a Pinterest now. We got a Pinterest and we make a mood board. I am a mood board queen. Oh, love it. Like, love, it. love it. Oh yeah. Like I collages, I make collages every new year. I'm like, I'm making it. This is my vision board and I'll put the most outrageous things on the vision board. I'm like, this is coming true. <laughs> do it. So I start making, I start with images. Yeah. yeah. And then from the images, I get ideas. Yeah. And once I get the idea, then I start the pitch and then do the pitch and say like, well, all right. So who are my shelf siblings? Where does it live? Where does it go? Mm-hmm. So that's where I start with the ideas. But now it's just like convince 
texting my wonderful sweet editor about this. I'm like, I'm telling you, this is a good idea. And then you have going to trends. Yes. All right. Writing what's the marker? Are you writing what's in your heart? Are you doing this? I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to write what, what interests me mm. and what I want to spend 300 to 400 pages writing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you just have to live in it. You just have to live in it you, for a while. And, and I mean, yeah, I yeah. I I love uh, rom coms and I and I do my my inner voice is upbeat and you know maybe a little snarky at times but but at the end it always breaks sweet that's that's what I like to do but there was a time during lockdown where I was like you know what I'm gonna write like a dark suspense book maybe like a little like dark darkly you know like a ghost you know Ooh. something like dark and you know but then I started living in that I'm like this is terrible why do you want to spend mm-hmm. eight hours a day writing this. Oh, like I feel just gross. Like I want, I like to watch those movies, but I, that's two hours. That's not many days and weeks and months. (laughs) Yes. And that's how I feel. Like if I did anything with like moody atmospheric, like I am a black tweet girl, give me my death cap for cutie. Yeah. Yeah. Taking back Sunday. Give me all that gorgeousness. I will. I like that. So like give me a moody atmosphere. Cause like, ooh, maybe I could do dark academia Mm. or light academia. Mm. Ooh, what interesting. But it's the adults who work there. Yes. It's the adults who are like, oh my goodness, I have to go to this school where these kids won't stop putting, you know, like less potions in the water fountain or something. (laughs) Something fun like that. Why not? TM trademark. TM. <laughs> She's like, these are these are my ideas. I'm already writing them, people. They're, already them. Them. They're out there. There is a Pinterest, hidden Pinterest board somewhere with all this <laughs> stuff. So that's I get it. I understand. Cause when you have to sit in it and and like have yeah. to write it. No. I like to do something where I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna I wanna have fun. I wanna have joy. I wanna enjoy myself. Yes. So, Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Nice. So uh you've been an open book. Ha ha ha. Forgive the pun. Um, he loves those puns. He just loves them. That's about, why the titles are made for him. They're I made know, for him. They are actually. <laughs> they totally are. So thank you. Thank you for your contribution. Um, what would readers be surprised to learn about you today? Oh, I love true crime and white collar crime podcasts. Mm, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I honestly like when I heard Billy McFarlane. Fire Festival 2, baby. I am ready for it. I'm like, can't wait for the documentary. I cannot wait. I like that. I've been, I am subscribed to the Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. And then, I mean, I watch, oh my goodness, what was the WeWork, all that stuff. Because it it just fascinated me because I like, I'm sorry for the people who have lost their money and everything, the life savings. It's just like, the amount of storytelling you would have to do to convince people. Yes. Give away. I mean, that's what intrigues me. The fact that you're like, what story did you have to weave? Yeah. In order to convince people. And and always like this person, like you're gaining someone's confidence. Yes. And I, that my it just that idea fascinates me. And that's why I like those podcasts. Yeah, just, I, I'm right there. And and like Anna Delvey, any kind of like con art, like Ooh, and yes. the bigger the better. Just like how how do you sustain that lie? I yeah. am honestly a fault. I am just like I just blurted out. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, you guys fell for it. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, you don't have to tell the truth of time. I said, Yeah, but I don't want to keep track of a lie. <laughs> it's so oh, much work. It is so much work. It's so much work. It's draining. <laughs> like oh. yeah. 
Oh, I'm with you. I, you know, and I can't pass up a good murder show. I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> oh my god! But some of them are just getting so silly. Like some yeah. of them are just. Oh my god! I was like, mm, or too self-aware, too like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I was like, mm, nah. I like the ones that are just straight no chaser. Like I love mm-hmm. my American greed. Stacy mm-hmm. Keach could mm-hmm. read a lullaby to me, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Baba Black Sheep. Yes. What? What? Like, is this a scam too, Stacy? Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it's been amazing having you on. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, um, for being on. Everyone should run out immediately, immediately and buy uh, Kiss and Spell right now. Right now. It's yep. wonderful. If you haven't read Witchful Thinking, do so immediately. Yep. You will not be sorry. It's the perfect. It's also perfect. You know, for the for the hocus pocus Halloween fans, you know, yeah, they like they like they like something, you know, little paranormal, little magical, nothing scary, everything yeah. fun, absolutely everything fun, hilarious, laugh out loud, enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a true pleasure meeting you, and uh, I, I just think you're awesome. I can see why your books are are um, you know being gobbled up because yeah. you're you're a delight in and yes. of itself. Yes, and I can't wait for the third. Can't wait for the third. Oh, yeah. Book three. All bets are off. I'm just, boom, boom. What is it? What, are you here? My husband, what about this? I was like, going in the book. My best friend. What about this? Going in the book. I'll text her. I'm like, what about this scene? And she was like, do it. Do it. I was like, yay. Baby, do it at all. Well, you can. You have the license. Kitchen sink. I, Kitchen sink. That too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have a merman look at a can of tuna with disdain? No. Can we can we get that oh, in there? I don't know. That's going to be like one of the little novellas. Like. <laughs> My idea is get a novella. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For a whole... Mm-mm. This is not <laughs> that's a constant yeah. novel. No, we just got to... <laughs> no, but thank you. Thank you. You've, you've been a delight. And... Uh, just love watching you watching you yeah. rise rise up in uh, in the old publishing world. That's it's right. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Wasn't that a great interview? Oh yeah, as always. As always, as always. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Skip to the Good Part. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a part of this uh, this wonderful little thing we That's got right. going on in the romance literary corner of the bookstore. That's right. We appreciate you, the listener. And if you appreciate us, please leave us a review. Absolutely. Subscribe, share. Share with your book clubs. Tell all them book club people, those voracious readers. That's right. And please continue to read. Absolutely. Support all these fantastic authors that we have on, you know, as you're learning more about them and learning more about their their books and their works and all the things that you enjoy about them. Oh, yeah, just all keep it all up. the links are in the in the notes of the episode, so check them out. Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time, don't forget skip to the good part. Mm-hmm.